yo, foreigner, you crazy for this okay, one. Riding when I'm left hooking fiends said they love me cause they know I keep that sack moving Sad to say but this is the life that I have growing I had to hustle skipping class man I was truing I can flip some packs and teach you how to do it This the real deal Better watch your back cause people will kill Kill Bill Kill switch on the Glock Yeah this the real real And people spin around them blocks just like a Ferris wheel But that's enough of that Let me tell you about my life and where I grew up at I grew up in the south of Topeka Then I moved to the east in the streets and I ain't fucking with neither I ain't the type to go with kill or go and sit on that block I'm the type Hey, what's good with it? It's your boy Trey. We want to take a quick break and tell you to tap in with our most recent videos, tap in with all our social medias, and thank you for watching. Oh, welcome back to the 56th edition of the Bucket Discussions podcast. It's your boy TJ, aka Taj, aka Lakers fan, Chiefs fan. Two, two, one, man. Go ahead, pass it to the guy. Cool, man. Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Bod, the Pod, man. It's Brett. I'm happy to be back, bro. It's, it's been a minute. You know what I'm saying? We're excited to be back on the Bucket Session podcast to chop it back up with y'all, man. A lot of stuff, actually, not a lot of stuff, but we do have some decent amount of stuff going on. So, hey, I'm ready to get into it, man. I'm going to pass it back to the bro. Yeah, so we got the NBA Finals popping off right now. It's 3-1 right now. 3-1 Denver. Yes, sir. 3-1 Denver. Not looking too good for Miami, man, but they've been the underdogs. They've been the underdogs since, what, Jimmy Brothers got there, bro. So if any team could really make a push at the championship down 1-3, down 3-1, it's definitely the Miami Heat, man. So don't count them out too quick. Um, you can only count them out if they lose next game. And if they lose next game, that means that the NBA Finals is over, man. So, hey, I have no dog in this fight. I'm just looking for a good final, some good basketball, man. Whoever wins, bro, I'll be excited for him. My team's out of it, bro, so it don't even matter to me. But we haven't really had, like, a lot of crazy news, man. Me and my boy Coop was talking before the show. We were kind of picking out topics. We're not really trying to get in. That's not us. We don't get into the drama like that, man. But that's really what's been going on over this past week, man. A lot of drama. I'm not going to lie. It's funny as hell. Don't get me wrong. But we're we going to get into the, the basketball side of it, man. So first up, we got Kyrie Irving. He recruited LeBron James to the Dallas Mavericks. It should have been the other way around. We would expect LeBron trying to recruit Kyrie to come to LA, but Kyrie wants LeBron to come to Dallas, bro. Cool. What's your thoughts on this whole little situation? Hmm. I mean, honestly, bro, I just don't know why, though. Like, why would, you, why would you feel like LeBron at this age is what you need on the Mavericks team? You feel me? Like, they already don't have, like, no one that could, you know, stop the ball and, you know, get a defensive stop. So it's like... I don't know. I feel like if I was Kyrie Irving, I'd be trying to get players that fit. You know what I'm saying? You have Luka and LeBron on the same team. Both those guys' usage rate is insane. So it's like, I don't know. I just don't really see the, like, the fit as basketball-wise. But, like, I mean, they did win a championship together, you know, back back in the day. So it's like you can't really say much. I feel I feel where he's coming from. But at the same time, like, from a basketball standpoint, I just don't see why it'd be uh, that good of a move unless, like, they decide to bring in other pieces. You feel me? Like, a big man, maybe someone other than Christian Wood. Because as me and you saw, bro, throughout like at least the, the last half of the season, the Mavericks, bro, they had a lot of shit they had to figure out after they traded, you know, for Kyrie Irving. Just because like the rest of the team, bro, was just, it was just not there. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of the key pieces that was, you know, due to their success back like the last year or even the year before was due to those role players that they had before they traded him for Kyrie Irving. You feel me? So 
I just feel like if the Mavs get back to that, like that team chemistry, you know, type of standpoint, instead of just bringing in star players, kind of just how like the Lakers were, I feel like maybe they can kind of, you know, turn their ship around. But like, I don't know, bro. I just don't see why. And like, in your opinion, bro, like, do you think the Mavericks would do this already after trading for Kyrie Irving and not going the way that they really expected it to? Why in the hell would they like break their fucking back to bring someone here that's that you want, but like you guys didn't even really make shit happen the last half of the season. And there is reasons for that. I'm not trying to throw Kyrie under the bus because like, like we, like I just said, bro, there was a lot of other problems that were just like, just so obvious with that Mavericks team that Kyrie Irving was not the main source of those problems. You feel me? So I don't know. I just, like I said, from basketball standpoint, I don't really see it, but like as a friendship standpoint, I guess, and just knowing how you guys work together, I I can see why, but I just, if I was a Mavericks, I wouldn't really do it, to be honest with you. Yeah, bro, I 100% agree with you, man. Like, in our group chat, when we first seen the report, bro, we was in there kind of conning, like, bro, this doesn't even make any sense, like. At all. For one, bro, there's really, there's no point. And for two, Luke and LeBron are, like, the closest, like, play styles in the league, bro. So it's like, why would you put those two? Yeah, bro, people were talking about him and Westbrook last year. Imagine these two. On a team like, that doesn't have any depth already, bro, they already they gutted their team to trade for Kyrie. And, and then what would they give up for LeBron? They're gonna have to trade for LeBron as well, too. That's the the main point, bro. It's like I can see if it was a free agent that type of thing. Okay, yeah. cool, come over here. But like this report just came out of left field. It was just kind of like it seemed pretty pointless because it's not gonna happen, and it doesn't even make sense for it to happen. And like Kyrie Irving, bro, like if Kyrie could come to the Lakers, that would be cool. But like I just. I feel like not to to uh, beat up on Kyrie because I know my pops is gonna see this and think I'm hating on him. He thinks I'm always hating on Kyrie, but I'm really not, bro. Like Kyrie is just kind of uh, he's does a you like Kyrie. He does. He feels like I go a little too hard on him, man, just because him and LeBron didn't work out, which I don't even see an issue with. Yeah. And on top of that, bro, like we got to stop hanging on to something that happened seven years ago. Bro. We got to let that go. Sure. <laughs> bro, it feel like the D-Rose season back in 2011, bro. Folks keep talking about D-Rose, bro. He would have been better than Curry. He been 12 better. years, bro. Let it the fuck go. He would have been better than this person. <laughs> he would have been better than that person, bro. You got to let it go, bro. Like, Kyrie Irving and LeBron, they went crazy in the finals. That was like a modern-day Kobe Shaq, bro. They had a great run, bro, but it's over with. Kyrie Irving, what has he done since then? He has not done anything, bro. I know people think, oh, we're just going to get them back together. They're going to do it again. That's not the case, bro. Like, I really hope that the Lakers do not try to trade for Kyrie Irving this offseason. He's a free agent, I believe. I don't even try to go get him. But I hope they just leave it alone and just continue to build out our roster. I hope the Mavs do not make the mistake. Of, I doubt they will, but, like, I hope they don't try to trade for LeBron. It doesn't make any sense. And I don't know. Does LeBron have a no trade cost? I don't even think he would go for that. But it doesn't make sense. Obviously, I'm not to get too much in LeBron's personal life, but his son did just commit to USC. Why would he leave go all the way to Dallas when he's already in LA? He signed an extension when he didn't have to. He could have just waited and hit free agency. So there's no point, bro. The team's looking all right, man. We got Anthony Davis. We got some pretty some pretty good pieces right around and we can make a few moves and get the team some more three-point shooters. We're looking pretty decent next season, man. Yeah. Just running back, bro, see what we can do. I don't see the point of trying to make a big, a big splashy move. We got in trouble already with that with Russell Westbrook. The Dallas Mavericks already have a lot of their own issues. I feel like they should just try to, you know, find pieces that are going to fit with Kyrie and Luka. Because yeah. I don't think, obviously, bro, I don't wanna, like you said, bro, we can't put it all on Kyrie. And damn sure I can't put it on Luka because he's been carrying the Dallas Mavs since he came into the league, bro. So 
They should just try to figure it out. Obviously, they got some great leadership. Mark Cuban, Jason Kidd. This move doesn't make sense for either side, bro. So let's just leave it alone, bro. Um, but honestly, bro, I feel like it's it's the same situation for both teams. Like with the Lakers and the Mavs, like they both need players that kind of fit they stars. You feel me? Like why would you just go out if you were either one of these teams to go out and get that third star after seeing what just happened? You feel me? Like with the Lakers, bro, you obviously seen what happened with the Westbrook situation. We don't even got to get to it. But like with this with this Mavs situation, you brought in another star but gave up all your depth with no one barely over seven foot. So it's just like, I don't know. I just feel like this move definitely would not happen just considering what both sides have been through already. I just don't see why the fuck either side would even want this to happen, to be honest. Um, last but not least, bro, let's leave this buddy-buddy shit alone, man. It never works out. We've seen it yeah. different times, bro. We're going to get into James Harden later. Him, Kyrie Irving, KD, they all went to the, the uh, Nets. Thought it was all going to work out. We're playing with our buddies. Didn't work. Anthony Davis, J uh, LeBron James, Russell Westbrook. Oh, we want we want Russ on the team. We want Russ. He's our friend. Shit never works out, bro. I promise you it doesn't. <laughs> so I, yeah. I highly suggest him just go ahead and leave that alone. It seems like it works out better if – two people don't like each other, like with Shaq and Kobe. I mean, they wasn't like best friends, but they was getting into it, it seemed like, most of the time, but they still made it work, you feel me? I feel like when, you, when you're when you playing with your friend, you get a little too comfortable and stuff like that. Like, we've seen that happen with Paul George. He brought in Reggie Jackson, brought in John Wall. He recently just brought in Russell Westbrook. Like, I don't hey, know. Bro. I mean, I that, feel like – That friendship – yeah, bro, I think we should go, uh, you know, more off it and not just buddy-buddy friends. It's not AAU. It's the NBA, man. But, yeah, let's just let's just hope and pray that that move does not happen because that would not be good for anybody, man. For your sake, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> let's go ahead and jump into the jump ball segment, man. Restrix, you are crazy. Shout out Josh, bro. Appreciate sure. you showing much love to the channel. Yeah. And you gave us probably our uh most fire drop, bro, for the Bucket Discussions channel, bro. So thank you for that. Thank you for the support. Well, I hope you're living well, man. Hope you're living for sure. Well. For sure, for sure. Uh yeah, we appreciate you, man. Anyone that we say that like shows love to the channel, bro, it's automatic love uh back. So we appreciate you, man. Keep doing your thing, keep grinding. I don't know if you're still making music or not. Like, I don't really be tapped in that much, but hey man, just just keep running, man. For sure. Alrighty, man. That concludes the jump ball segment. Thank you guys for tapping in. Thank you guys for watching. If you want to be the MVP, make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend. Repost our content. Share it. You know, all of that stuff, man. Get you an MVP. Sure. So, thank you. Yes, all right, sir. now let's jump into this most recent news that that's hit the uh the airways, man. CP3. They say he's been waived by the Suns, but I just seen a report this morning from the head coach himself, Frank Vogel of the Suns, who said <laughs> they have not waived Chris Paul. So um, I'm uh, not sure if he's been waived or not. They said they're in the process of trying to figure out what they can do as far as like maybe a trade, as far as like letting them go. Who knows, man? But let's just go ahead and talk about that. CP3, where would you like to see him go? Which team could he help out, man? I've seen a lot of teams getting thrown out there, the Boston Celtics, um, the Lakers. Bro, who do you think CP3 should go to? Or did you think, do you think he should just stay with the Suns? Let me know. 
I mean, shit, bro. Honestly, I'm probably not going to take him staying with the Suns because I don't think the Suns really want him, but like, or, or else they wouldn't really be, you know, exploring the options for him. But like, ah, I mean, it's tough, bro. I feel like there's a couple teams he could go to. The one is being obviously the Lakers. I mean, he's, as we just got done talking about friends and stuff, LeBron and CP, I feel like those two are two of some of the only guys that are friends that can actually make something work just because of how both those guys are, like, when it comes to their competitiveness and stuff like that. But um, I feel like the Lakers would be a decent fit. I think the Bucks would also be a decent fit. I mean, shit, bro. You obviously have Drew Holiday, but, like, if you bring CP off the bench as, like, your, your mini Drew Holiday, hey, man, I feel like that would be pretty decent, especially with, like, the, the bench they have and supporting cast. You have, like, Jay Crowder out there. You know what I'm saying? Pat Connington and stuff like that. So I feel like he'd fit decent around that team. But honestly, bro, as a homer, I would love to see him come back to the Clippers. Bro. I'd, I'd love to see CP3 wearing that number three again. I, th- I think that shit would be dope too, bro, just to have him back. But I don't know. I feel like I just don't see that one happening. But I feel like the my favorite choice out of all of those probably would be the Bucks. The Celtics, as you said, would be a pretty decent destination too, depending on like what happens with them this offseason, which we actually may have to get to the Boston Celtics sometime. Maybe not this episode, but just another time. But, like, I don't know, bro. I, shit, even the – I would say the Mavericks, but they – I mean, obviously they got Kyrie, but it's like they, they could use any depth at this point. Just because, like – that's what I'm saying. Who the fuck is their backup point guard? Frank Neely Keener? You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, I think I'd take CP3 over that. But how you feeling, bro? Honestly, bro, my first choice would definitely – I want to see him go back to the Suns, bro. Just because I feel like we didn't get to really see the full potential of him, KD, and Book. I hear you. I don't know why, bro. I was just super excited to, like, I forgot uh, before when KD was on the trade block, they were talking about trading KD to the same team as CP, and I was super excited about it. I didn't think it was going to happen. I'm like, damn, I want to see them two play together. Yeah. Okay, cool. Because it was supposed to be CP was supposed to get traded for Kyrie, and he was supposed to go to the Nets with KD. I'm like, damn, that would be crazy, bro. And then Middle of the night, bro, KD gets traded to the Suns, and he gets to play with CP. But then as soon as the playoffs hits, no disrespect to CP, bro, but you always hurt when the team needs you most. So we didn't really get to see him play, like, big minutes with KD. I just feel like a player as smart as Chris Paul, I feel like he'll be able to put KD in just the perfect positions to succeed. Obviously, we've seen him do it with Devin Booker. And I just want to see, like, that team. They got Frank Vogel, a super hard-nosed coach who's going to – Get them to play defense, bro. I want to see some them add some pieces, bro. Once they add some pieces, I feel like the Suns could really be a, a threat in the West, bro. But I'm not sure, but that might not happen like you said earlier. I'm not going to lie to you, bro. I did think about the, the Clippers. I was like, I don't think they'll bring him back. But I said, if he goes to the Clippers, bro, that would definitely free up a lot of a lot of Kawhi, PG. Like, that would be a super little cool little mix, man. But so- – I feel like any team that brings him in has to know, like, there's a potential that he's not going to be there deep into the playoffs. So, for sure. And that's the risk you're taking on, like, a player like him at his age, bro. What is 35 three, though, bro. He's, yeah. a, he's a legend. Um, for sure. Got respect. There's really any team that you could put him on, like, over half the teams in the league, bro. He would help you out bro. just because of how smart he is. He's not a player sure. who dominates using athleticism, he dominates using his mind, using his smarts, passing. He, Deadly score, bro, from the mid-range. Like, it's CP3, bro. Um, Obviously, I didn't want my Lakers, like, to touch CP with a 10-foot pole as far as, like, trading for him because I was yeah. like, no, I'll trade for CP3. You're going to give away too much, and then you're going to bring back LeBron and CP3. No disrespect, but two players that are not playing no type of defense, that's not a good mix, bro. But 
if you can get him for the cheap, I'll definitely let it have CP on the team because it might be like a I don't want to say another Rondo on the Lakers, but when Rondo played with the Lakers, bro, it seemed like we were just like it seemed like we had like rocket fuel, bro, straight to the finals because you got a player like LeBron James whose high IQ was through the roof, and then a player like Rondo who's one of the smartest players to ever pick up a basketball. Yeah, I feel like if he got CP, it would be kind of something similar to that if he could stay healthy. But yeah. that was kind of long-winded. But my main point is I would love to see CP run it back for one more season with Killer KD and Devin Booker. And then who knows if DeAndre Ayton's going to be there. They're going to have Frank Vogel. <laughs> I would love to see that yeah. and then run that back one more time and see what happens, man. Hey, but, I was going to ask you, bro, how do you feel about that Frank Vogel signing as a head coach? Since I know he's a Lakers fan. He helps y'all win y'all chips. So how do you feel about that? Think it was good? I'd love to see him have get another second chance, bro, because I feel like he got our, we all know he got a raw deal with the Lakers, bro. Like they got him up out of there. And it really wasn't really his fault that that move, that Russell Westbrook move didn't work. On his way out, bro, they definitely they definitely kicked the man while he was down. And I can't get behind that. I can't support it, bro. Um Frank Vogel's a real legit coach, bro. The defensive minded guy, bro. For sure. I think he's gonna be the perfect, you know, perfect fit for the the Suns. As long as they get some depth in there, get some pieces, get some defenders. But as constructed right now, they're not looking too good. But I think they'll get it fixed. They'll get it right. Especially that new uh, owner, Matt Ishbia. Ishbia, oh, yeah. Right, He's getting folks yeah. up right there. Like I said in the group yeah. chat, hey, he's trying to get DeAndre Aiden out of there. He's trying to get CP out of there, bro. Like, he got the head coach, Monty Williams, out of there, bro. Like, he's not playing around, man. So, sure. I think this team will be fine, bro. Frank Vogel will be fine. And I'm looking forward to seeing what they can do in the West next year. For sure, bro. I was actually going to ask you not to, like, go off on a tangent, but how do you feel about, like, the DeAndre Ayton situation? Like, do you personally think they should train him or do you think they should just hold on to him? Bro, so we all know that DeAndre Ayton and Monty Williams had some type of issue with each other yeah. back to, like, two seasons ago. I'm yeah, not sure what happened with that, bro. I'm not going to act like I have insider knowledge because I don't. But, like, if Monty Williams was the real issue – and he's still, like, he's cool now that he's gone, I would keep him. Yeah, that's true. Because we know he didn't really want to be there. Like, Monty Williams didn't want him there, so it was kind of just like an awkward type of clashing throughout the season. Yeah. But I feel like if DeAndre Aiden's like, okay, y'all got Monty Williams out of there, cool, I'm straight, let's keep hooping, I would keep him. But the tough thing is, bro, it's frustrating when you have a big man. It's kind of like the Lakers with AD. Like, you know how good this person can be. But he doesn't consistently play up to his potential. And you always yeah. gotta, you always gotta be like trying to motivate this person. For me personally, bro, if I always gotta keep motivating you and motivating you to do something, I'm gonna get frustrated after a while, bro. Yeah. But like DeAndre Aiden, we've seen how good he can play in that playoff run. What was it, 2021? We yeah, seen him shoot like 80 some percent from the field and shit. Like <laughs> like, I'm not saying he's a generational big man, but we've seen how good this man can be. He can definitely help shit, with it. He's playing like it. <laughs> like, last year, he was like AD, bro. He was in and out. He was in and out. In and out of, of playing good, playing hard. And that's the thing, bro. Like, a lot of people, I feel like the difference between, like, a, a, a hardcore fan and a, and a casual, like, watching players like AD or DeAndre Ayton, oh, AD needs to have 40 and 20. No, bro, that's not going to be every night you're not going to have 40 and 20. For me, when I watch AD, bro, all I want is effort. That's all I want, bro. If you have 16 and 8, yeah. which you're giving max effort, bro, I can appreciate that. Instead of you just being out there like this, just going through the motions, bro. You seven foot, you like this. Just going mm -hmm. through the motions. You're not grabbing rebounds. You got Jamal Murray grabbing rebounds over you. Like, Bruce Brown, 
Bro, motherfucker, Bruce Brown like 6'2", 6'3", but he are hype, bro. He out there got rebounds over yeah. eight. That's 6'10", 7 foot. Come on, bro. Like, if you're not giving effort, hey, that's going frustrate me to the max. But, like, if you're giving effort, bro, whatever you have at the end of the night, I can live with. DeAndre Ayton, I, I, I don't know what Monty Williams' issue was with him, but it seems like that may have been one of the issues. Like, damn, this motherfucker just never is, like, locked in. We always got to continue to try to motivate him to get him to play hard. Mm-hmm. Bro, you NBA yeah. end of the day, bro. I feel like we had this conversation like maybe last year on the pod, bro. Like, bro, you're NBA player at the end of the day, bro. We shouldn't have to tell you to play hard, bro. Yeah. So, I mean, sure. my answer to your question, though, bro, is I would I would love to see him stay in Phoenix, but I mean, Phoenix has to see if like he wants to stay there or he just wants to get out of there. If he wants to get out of there, I have no issue, bro. I'll get you up out of here, bro. I get you, I'll trade you to wherever you want to go. But yeah. other than that, bro, if they can trade him. Try to get as much like, you know, quality pieces back. Other than that, bro, I try to keep them. For sure, bro. For sure. I was just asking just because I seen like uh, some sort of trade scenario where they were sending him to the Pacers and uh, the Suns were bringing back Miles Turner, which I thought that would be interesting to have Miles Turner. You have, move, they would because like they can do something he, like that. He plays so. hard, bro. He's motivated. He does too, and I like him defensively, bro. That's really Thank probably his strongest point. Yeah, he can stretch the floor too. So hey. Yeah. Shout out Miles Turner, man. <laughs> I like that. I like that move, bro. Um, yeah, I do too. I like to see it. Yeah, if they can get that back, bro, it would definitely be pretty far. But like we said, I guess I just got to have a conversation with him and see, yeah. you know, see where bro's head's at. Check his temps. So, man. <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and segue to the man of the hour, James Harden. Bro, hmm. I'm going to be real with you. I've, I've been trying to, talk to, to get James Harden onto the pod, bro, to talk about this man. Bro, I'm, I'm kind of getting, <laughs> getting fed up, bro. This man, like, he always has to have the perfect situation every year. He's getting traded. I got to go here. I'm not happy here. I want to play with this guy. I want to go here. I want this money. James Harden, bro. When are you going to hoop? That's the real question, bro. You had you had a few games in the playoffs. Like, give your credit, bro. You stepped it up. You dropped 40. <laughs> hey, bro. Hey, yeah, for sure. I know, I know we be on Doc ass, bro. You the main one that be on Doc Rivers' ass, bro. You been calling this out before, like it, it became like public knowledge that damn he be really be smoking game sevens, man. Like he be smoking He's like all the time, bro. It's crazy. Who, <laughs> who was on it before anybody was, bro? So I'm <laughs> for that, bro. But, hey, man. <laughs> like this year, bro, we can't really blame Doc Rivers for this one. No, it definitely wasn't his fault. Players, I mean, bro, you can blame him, but your star players got to show up, bro. You can't. Yeah. Be, this is my issue with James Harden, bro. You can't be like. You know, all the media attention, like, all in front of the cameras when shit going good. But as soon as stuff going bad, like, I don't know if you guys remember, but before the – uh, I think it was game two or game three when he hit the little game winner. Oh, yeah. It was your ball. I don't remember which one it was, but it was against Boston. And him and Doc were in the uh, – they're in the locker room singing Kumbaya, singing church songs and stuff. Like, everything going good, James Harden on your side. But as soon as that yeah. something goes bad, something goes wrong, bro, throw you right under the bus. I can't rock with that, bro. Like he's talking about he want to get Doc out of there. And they said that was the main reason why Doc got fired. Like That's James Harden, bro. Hey, Just for him to might not even be there, bro. bro like, think about that. He got another man fired when he might not even be. That's crazy. Hey, bro. And even Joel and B threw the team under the bus after uh the playoffs. And Joel and B, bro, you're not escaping his criticism either, bro. Like, no, nah, he deserves all of it, to be honest with you. I mean, Jesus hey, bro, Christ. You play, like, yeah, you play like dog shit too, bro. Let's just be honest, man. I mean, for the MVP. Complete dog shit, bro. Like, you got to show up, bro. James Harden, bro. At least, yeah, at least James Harden can yeah. say that he had two games to help them get to a game seven. You feel me? 
Yeah. Joel Embiid didn't have one MVP performance type game in that whole fucking series. So Joel Embiid, bro, I know you seven foot, but you always hurt, bro. You always hurt, so you can't really get too mad at, at anybody else, bro. You never really like. You're not always there. there bro. You're not always available. James Harden. Bro, when stuff like I said, when stuff going good, he there, he he up, he hype. But then when st- soon as stuff going bad, bro, just like he ducking, he hiding, he's hiding away from the cameras. Like no, bro, you gotta you gotta stand up, bro. Take all the criticism that comes with being a star player, bro. But let me not get too much off on that, man. Let's get back to the question at hand. James Harden's talking about he's torn between staying in Philly or going back to have a little reunion in Houston. What's your thoughts on this, bro? What you think he should do? I mean, from a basketball standpoint, if he wants to at least have, have somewhat of a chance to contend for a title, he needs to keep his ass affiliated go to another team that's going to contend. But if he just wants to do whatever the fuck he wants, go to them strip clubs, just, you know what I'm saying, just, you know, chill out the couple last years of his career. Shit, take your ass to Houston, bro. That is the perfect spot. But, I mean, it really just depends on what he's doing with his career. Personally, if I was him, I'd just stay with Philly or – or try to go to another team that's contending. But, like, the Houston Rockets, I get that he loved Houston and stuff like that. But, like, we was talking before the pod, bro. I mean, the Houston Rockets got to think about this, too, not only from a James Harden standpoint, but from, like, an organization standpoint. Like, is this going to affect us not just now, but years down the line when we got our young players out here chucking fucking step-back threes because they've been watching James Harden for the past three years, you feel me? So it's just like, I don't know, bro. Personally, to me, if I was if I was James Harden, I would just try to look for a team that's contending. Like, I mean, shit, the Mavericks talk about trading for people. Shit, go go see what James Harden's on or something. I don't know. You feel me? That just that wouldn't be a good fit either. But it's like, why the Houston Rockets? Like, what what is it that's there in Houston besides the the strippers and all that shit and all that crazy ass shit? I know the food's probably good as fuck down there too. But like, what what else is it that's so desirable to go to Houston from a basketball standpoint. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't really see it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. That's just me personally. But if it was up to me, I'd just keep his ass right in Philly or somewhere else, bro. Hey, bro, I think that's the main, most important point, bro, basketball-wise, bro. What is in Houston for you? Because I don't know. Exactly. I'm not seeing it, bro. That's what I'm saying. Bro. bro, is you going back to Houston and setting those young guys, bro. He going to get fat as hell. Why? Hey, bro, get- hey and and – Let's think back on it, bro. The whole reason, bro, you forced your way out oh. of Houston. You got out of shape. Complain, oh. bro. You do all your teammates under the bus. Man. So not good enough to win just to get out of there. I could see if it was on some, like, LeBron James, like, I'm coming home type type situation. But that's not it, bro. <laughs> you left. You forced your way out of there. You disrespected your teammates on the way out. Like, you disrespected the game. You got fat, bro. You just, like, I'm not trying to play here. You got traded. You got traded to the team which where your buddies were, bro. And then all of a sudden, after two, three failed stops, you're like, okay, cool. I want to go back, bro. Yeah. Like, how old is James Harden? Is he like 33, 34, 35, something like that? Somewhere around there. I think he's 33, 34. Bro, and I'm not a guy, bro, that thinks like a player has to win a ring to validate his career. I don't believe in that at all, bro. But like, are you trying to win a championship, bro? You're just trying to like, just make as much money as possible and just, you know, have fun and kick it. Hey, yeah. I'm not knocking it, bro. Ain't nothing wrong with that, bro. Because James Harden is so, one of the most paid athletes, bro, just in general. Bro. I think he's made shit, almost over 500 M's or something like that, bro, just off of his NBA contracts. He has hella endorsement deals. But, yeah. bro, I don't see, like you said, there's nothing in Houston, bro. Like, don't do that to them young guys. 
we seen Jalen Green on Paul George's podcast. <laughs> he, he, was like, to me he was like, yeah, James Harden come back to the Rockets. Yeah, that's cool. Like, he wasn't excited at all, bro. Just like, he's going to take the ball out of their hands, bro. He's going to stunt their growth, and it's not going to look very good. Why bro. would he want him to go there? He's, hey, Jalen, bro, he's trying to have his 20 yeah, contested yeah. shots, that's too. Not He ain't trying to give them to you. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And, bro, the, the word, the key word that I heard when the report came out about James Harden trying to make his decision was he wanted basketball freedom. I'm not entirely too sure what that meant. I didn't know if that meant, like, he just wanted to be able to take whatever shots he wanted because I thought he's been doing that his whole career, except for when he went to the Nets and then he went to Philly. You're obviously not going to be able to take whatever shots you want when you have KD, Kyrie, and then you have Joel Embiid, the MVP of the league. But, like, I guess you just got to figure out what's, for James Harden himself, what's most important to him. Is it getting all the shots, MVPs, you know, all the accolades, or is it winning the championship? I feel like he should run it back in Philly because we see James Harden. Whenever the going gets tough for him, he gets going, bro. He's out of the door. Like, you're like, damn, there's not going to be no easy ring. Okay, cool. I'm out of here, bro. Like, I want to see him, like, stick it out with the team, stick it out with Philly. Obviously, they're going to get a new coach, bro. You got Doc Rivers fired. You got what you wanted. You got Daryl Morey there. I thought that's who you wanted to be with. That's your GM. That's your guy. Um, Stick it out, bro. See what y'all can do next season. Um, You and – um. Joel and B get in the lab, lock in, and shit, sure. see what happens, bro. Shit, they need to. And another thing about James Harden that that annoys me, bro, not even trying to be funny or, or, like, take no shots at him or nothing, bro, but, like, this man always working out after a game, bro. He always doing some extra work. <laughs> but the motherfucker always out of shape when the season starts. Like, bro, how you <laughs> always out of shape, bro? You always showing us you're doing all – look, this is the workout I'm doing now. Hey, bro, we all know it's for the gram. They, they got to show it off, bro. Like, bro – so you remember the Suns doing push-ups and shit, lifting after after they gave and shit. Now look at him. <laughs> I'm saying, bro, like, no disrespect. Like, you can post the workouts if you want. But, like, for me, I just feel like, bro, you're an athlete. You're supposed to do that. But, like, you can do that if you want. But, like, bro, don't be always showing and trying to all put in work. But then when the season comes, bro, like, you're not, you're not in shape. you tired. you hurt. you always, like, it's always something, bro. Like, let's see some results. That's what I want to see, bro. That's all yeah. James Harden. We know yeah. the greatest scorers ever. One of the greatest players to ever touch a basketball. I'm not disrespecting him, but like, no, for sure, bro. I just want to see some results, bro. I want to see this man play consistently in the playoffs, show up for his team, show up for his squad, and not let him down, bro. That's all. Yeah, I bro. Hey, if you remember, I was remember this is the team I was looking forward to watching the playoffs. I was expecting big things from them, and like I thought they was doing all right. You know, they did their thing against the Nets. They swept them, even though Ridley wasn't that convincing still. And then the uh, the second round. Who the fuck did they play? Was it the um who the hell was it? Who did they play this? Was it the was it the um yeah, the Celtics, didn't they? Boston Celtics. Is that who it was? Okay, yeah. Wait, no, nah, because no, nah, you're right. I they didn't for some reason I thought that was the conference finals. I'm tweaking, but yeah, no, it was the Celtics, and then they took it to game seven, and that's when Harden had them two uh 40 point plus games, and that's when I was like, you know what, like I can't really blame him as much as Joel Embiid, the guy who just won a fucking MVP. It hasn't even had an MVP performance yet. So I was like, all right, I'll cut James Harden some slack. But like you said, bro, like, after a while, it's time to see some results. You feel me? Like, yeah, it sucks because I love James Harden. And, like, it, what doesn't make sense to me is I didn't know that he said that he wants basketball freedom, but that makes more sense now that now that you said that because that, that he wants to go to Houston. Because it's like, bro, what the fuck? Like, obviously he doesn't want to tip if you're saying some shit like that. Like, what the fuck? We've seen this for how many years <laughs> 
he was been in Houston since what 2014, 2013. It's been 10 years, bro. We ain't see shit happen. So it's like after some, you know, after some point, it's like, all right, we gotta, we gotta start to change the way we do things, bro. So James Harden, bro, get your shit together, bro. Just stay in shape. He, he on that Luca that Luca Doncic diet, fucking doing hookah, drinking fucking Bud Lights and shit between games and shit. It's like, bro, relax. You know what I'm saying? Need to chill out on the clubs, the wings. Just focus on hoops and shit. Maybe they can make something happen. I don't know, bro. <laughs> I just want to see, bro, like, you know, succeed in the playoffs. Him and yeah. Dolan. At least get past here, bro. Round, bro. Get to the conference. <laughs> see, man. But, hey, bro, we'll keep an eye on all these stories, bro. Stay yeah. locked in. Stay focused. And thank you guys for tuning in. We will catch you guys next week. Jungle like I'm Conan, kind of a buff hands. Switch the flow like it was broken. I'm on the road, man, making plays just like DeRozan. I shoot my shot, and that shit wetter than the ocean. I brag a lot, but with the wind and come the boasting, I made a lot from them apartments that I sold. And he ain't make it up to college, so them streets where he enrolled. And I know I'm a scholar from the moments that I was exposed in.